I'm Jenna. And I'm Marissa. And welcome back to Crazy as a Mother podcast. Where life happens. Best friends help. And a coffee doesn't hurt. It makes it better. Always makes it better. Hey. Always makes it better. Hey. Always. We don't Always. have any coffee today, though. Oh, I know. We already, already had it. it. Yeah. Jake. I don't think we can you drink any more coffee. coffee. If we do, we'll be like, woo! Sorry, that was loud. <clears throat> How are you? Fucking ninja fighting over here. Everybody was kung fu fighting. Dude, I would give my left arm to be able to do martial arts. Stabbing was my stabbing. I'm doing good, just chilling, chilling, chilling. I'm, this is the best time of year. Chilling. I feel like I can't be in the mood. Spooky season. Oh, wait, we have to talk about this. Well, I didn't see the whole thing, but Hocus Pocus 2 came out. Yes. Hocus Pocus 2. Well, Pocus. we can't do any spoilers. No, just what'd you think of it? I'm not going to ask you for spoilers. I just want to get you um, it. I didn't hate it, and I didn't love it. Okay. Like, I thought it was good. I did really enjoy some parts, though, like some of the music and stuff like that. Yeah, was cool. the music was, I, I will say, I thought the music was very catchy. Yes. It has a good soundtrack. I did... I guess I did enjoy it, but it's not like I'm not in a hurry to watch it again. What about yeah, you? Yeah, like I, I mean, like, the first one I think is so classic, and I, I feel like... It's a classic. It's a classic. And I'm not one of, like, there's some things where, like, people think there shouldn't be sequels to things, but I think comedies and lighthearted things, it's not that deep. Like, mm-hmm. there's, like, there's, like, Fast and Furious, like, 41, like, I think that's a bit much. Yeah. But, like, I mean, it's, I think for people our age can, I appreciated it. So it was kind of cool to, like... See it come back and see them all dressed up again. Well, they definitely. Oh, okay, no spoilers. They did. Yeah, they. Well, you can just you can say what you're gonna say. I know you're gonna say about the young version. What about the young version of the one? Oh no, I was gonna say that. Oh well, there, there's they do. You see a young version. No. I'm not, not spoiling anything. They just do a good job. I was gonna mention something about the ending. Oh yeah, so don't do yeah, that. that's yeah. I'm like. But at one point, they kind of do, like, a flashback when you see them young. And they just did a good job. I think yes. it's, it was, like, really good. Yeah. It but, was good. I mean, I would definitely say to watch it. I feel like it's definitely worth watching. But yeah. it's not something I'm in a hurry to watch yeah. again. I appreciated the concept that I'm glad that, like, whatever. But I don't, like you said, like, I don't, like, if I just watched it as a solo movie, I'd be like, yeah, it was all right. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't. But because and it's, like it's the, a sequel, was a little, I felt more excited about it. If the kids wanted to watch it again, like, have a fam- another family movie night and watch it again, I, I definitely would. But I'm not going to, uh, like, like, yeah, <laughs> suggest, no, like, again. yeah. No, I do want to watch. My kids have never seen Halloween Town, the Halloween Oh, towns. my God. The girls love them. Do they? The yeah. dolls never watch them, so I think. We love all Halloween stuff. Yeah, he's never, he's a kind of. I don't know, he's the twins' age. Like, your twins' age, so he's, like, kind of, like, getting there now. He's, like, getting a little more experimental. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm going to try to get him to watch the Halloween movies. Because he, he was like, I'm not watching Hocus Pocus. Like, through a big freaking deal last week when we watched the first Hocus Pocus. Aww. His face, I have a picture, all three of my kids glued to the TV. Like, I called his name, like, six times. And he, like, it took forever for to me. What is that song? Like, what do they say? I'll like the, put a spell on Not that one. Where they're like, <laughs> You know? That was beautiful. I I think honestly that was better than the soundtrack. <laughs> Can you do it again? 
<laughs> Do you know who I'm talking about? I have that? no fucking clue. They're like, the, the Winifred is like saying her thing. She's like, blah, 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 whatever the spells. And then the other two are like, oh, yeah, in the beginning. Yes. Something and something and cast it down. Yeah, I don't know the words are. Moving rhythmically. The words are. And you can quote that. Okay? So not that hard. Don't try to spell it. Um, oh, but yeah, so I don't know. It was, like you said, I'm glad we watched I'm it. just happy it's spooky season. I know. I'm so hyped. The weather, it's damp. It's dreary. The leaves are falling. The leaves are falling. Autumn it candles. basic bitch season, and I'm here for it. I almost was going to wear my Ugg today. I was like, is it like nearly? It's like just about Ugg season. You could have put it off. It's in the 50s today. I know. I could I could only find one. That's purely why I didn't do it. <laughs> Nothing to do with it being too early. You know. Yeah, I was trying to play it off. Like, I'm trying to try not to be that basic, but now I really am. I couldn't find, I could only find one. I do. I keep thinking that I don't have Uggs, but I do have a pair of Uggs. Thanks to my mother-in-law. She bought me a pair of Uggs. I love um, Uggs. Some people hate Uggs. They're like, oh my God. The only thing I can say is if you're a sweater, I could make You don't like Uggs, right? Are you one of the Ugg haters? I'm not a hater. I... Like I was that? gifted Uggs, and I do like the Uggs that I my mother-in-law got me. Would I buy myself a pair? No. Oh, my God. I love Uggs. Mike has gotten me so many pairs of Uggs over the years. Yeah. No, I wouldn't go out and spend the money. I would rather spend the money on something else, but I do love the pair that I have. I love that. Slip them on my funeral clothing. If they made them a little more edgy, I'd probably be more about it. Oh, well, fucking, like, spikes on them. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like the black ones. You like these Uggs? <laughs> fucking stab you with my foot. I hate you. Anyway, all right, we have a combined. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, there damn. We, go. we have a combined one because I'm a freaking idiot from the other night. We're going to name it Ma, Where's the Meatballs? <laughs> so, oh, Jesus. We, if you follow us on Instagram, we're hoping to be able to go live every Thursday at 7 p.m. If not every other Thursday, whatever. We'll we'll remind you on our Instagram, Crazy Adam Crazy as a Mother Pod. Yes. If you want to go follow us. Um Thursdays at seven. So we we were just live this previous Thursday and one of our viewers who listens to the podcast religiously, thank you so much. And he comes on and his IG handle, she was like, oh, who, who, hi, wait, no, she was like, oh, hi, hi, Meatball, hi, Meatball, who's Meatball, Marissa, who is that? And I'm like, oh, sorry, friend, I don't want to say names or anything. Yeah, it's a, it's yeah. So I'm like, yeah, like, it's, da, 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 tell her, and then he goes, it's metal, not Meatball. <laughs> yeah, it's metal bases, not Meatball. And then our other friend is on there, too. And he's like, hi, Meatball, like, comments in there. I'm like, oh, my God. It was so freaking funny. We were dying. We're like, you know what? This is going to be the whole damn. Because Jenna could not, like, compose herself. No, I couldn't. My face turned as red as a tomato, and it stayed that way for quite some time. I was so embarrassed. And then we just kept, like, all week we've been selling it to each other. Like, like, yo, Meatball, yo, I really want some Meatballs. (laughs) Meatballs or provolone with I'm some gravy. These brain cells that have been sucked away, I don't think are ever going to rejuvenate. Ever. Yo, Ma, where the meatball? 
Shout out to dates. Ding. Shout out to him for being such a trooper too. I Thanks know, for not weird. being upset. I'm really sorry because I don't know how I messed up metal and meatball. <laughs> I don't know what I did. I don't know how. I don't I, know either. I don't know how I did it, but I did it. I mean, you got the okay. ne in there. That's about oh it. God. And there's a T. But that is fun, yeah. So if you're on Instagram, we're starting to go live at 7 o'clock. Um, we're well, just we trying really hard kids. to keep, keep promoting, 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 promoting. So it's just another way that we're trying to, like, keep putting it out there. And we do it. And we can the- ask questions. Like, you want to – we can ask questions. If you guys want to ask us questions on a live basis. Um, or tell us what, like, if there's anything that's cool that you want to talk about or, like – if you know of like someone doing something cool, like let us know if they're starting a business or they're they're promoting like a like it's a, a cool um concept or like a, a like a something going on in their life, something that like is impacting you, like anything like that. Or um, you just want to talk and hang out with us. Yeah, because that stuff's just it's freaking cool. I love hearing from you guys and from other people and um thank you to the core group that has been following us from day one. Yeah. Y'all are we the best. love you guys. Um this topic I'm not terribly thrilled to be talking about it. I'm actually the one that wrote the outline for the episode, and now I'm not terribly thrilled to be talking about it. Just um, do it live. Let's, We're gonna yeah. do it live. Do it for the live. I ain't gonna do it. Do, do it for the live. live. I remember that. Do it for the vine. Yeah. Do it for the vine. Do it for I the am. vine. Now we got Tiki Taki. Tiki Taki. Why do you always say that? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Y'all Tiki Taki and some meatballs. All right. <laughs> So my cousin Vinny, with his new fucking haircut. Do you remember that YouTube? No. Yo, where's my protein? No, no that's my new fucking haircut. <laughs> it's my new fucking haircut. We're going to have to watch it after this. But the topic that we have picked today is PTSD. Uh, post-traumatic stress disorder. Not to be a buzzkill. But it's something that we both have experienced in different capacities. Yes. That has still influenced our lives now and I think that it's I think that it's it's not cool in the sense of like because as we talk you immerses is definitely more um detrimental than mine but I think it's important to talk about that it doesn't that if it affects you in the way that trauma affects you then it's important um and the compare game I get lost in the compare game where I feel like I invalidate some things I feel because it doesn't exactly look like something like someone else's like anything like yeah our tra- our trauma stories and like others like anything um but just if it's important to you and it affects you then it's important enough yes and it's meaningful enough and that's it that's the bottom line so we were just going to share our experiences of post-traumatic stress disorder to the degree that we're comfortable talking about it and um, i want to apologize in advance if i try to make jokes that's just how i deal with a very Sure. Serious and emotional things on my heart. I don't know why I do that, but I think it's a coping mechanism. Probably. Yeah, I think it's just it's easier to, to make jokes and, and deflect than it is to have to like work through some stuff. Yeah. That's how me and my family, my seven, how we operate, all seven of us. Yeah. Just cut, like to the point like it's probably too much humor. Like we probably should address some things yeah. head on that we just we choose. Part why to. we get along. And, I like, know. I'm like part of the fam now. Cause... I know. Like I'm just gonna give you a quick little example. My dad. Um, who I know we talked about an episode. My dad passed away from COVID in December, and my dad always told us, like as a joke, but we need to honor his memory. If he died or when he died, 
he wanted to be buried with a metal pole in his pants. In his crotch, should I say, specifically. And uh, we just thought, and like for that exactly shows how we all deal with serious things. But um, but when my dad died, it was not in his crotch sticking up eight inches, but my dad was buried with a pole in his pants. (laughs) I love it. Um. But that's how we handle things, and sometimes it's okay. Like, I think it's important to give a little, not maybe humor, but lightness, because yeah. it opens up for people to talk about these kind of things. Um, so, do you want to? Yeah, I'll go right in the trenches. There you go. So, my PTSD moments would be when my father was killed um, to, back in 2012, so 10 years ago this July, um, I remember specifically I was at a friend's house at a party the night before and my mom had called me and was like, where are you? And I'm like, Mount, like I told you, it was like five o'clock in the morning. Actually, I think it was Brian because they were trying to call me and they kind of get a hold of me. Um, and she was like, daddy was hurt. My dad was on, um, the highway patrol team and, or no, highway patrol yeah, it's a cop, highway patrol. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I was like, is he, is he alive? And she was like, they're coming to get you now. Meaning like the sergeants are coming to get me. And I remember I was with Kim and I'm like, I just kept saying like, I'm like, I know he's, I know he's, he's dead. Yeah. Um, so just like that whole, I remember literally vividly everything about the day before, the day of the whole week like just helping planning the funeral um putting like the the that like little booklet together um but lo and behold what I have even known that 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 moment would have created so many like trauma triggers for me that would basically affect me for majority of my life I feel like now um, I'm starting to finally realize, like, okay, that's why I do these things, or yeah. that's why these thoughts start to like arise in my head. Um, did I say that he was killed by a drunk driver? Did no, he didn't say yeah. Um, so he was killed by a drunk driver, and it was devastating. I mean, literally, like we were planning on going to the beach the next day when he was done his shift, um, and we never made it there. We never made it to the beach. Um, and just me and my dad, like, that was, if you've been listening from the beginning, you know, like, the beach is my jam, and I get it from my parents, especially my dad. And we used to go all the time, um, especially, like, doing day trips, and that's what we were supposed to do. We were supposed to do a day trip that day. Um, and one of the things that really messed me up is that I was at a party. Um, yes, I was 21. And I felt so guilty thinking that here I am drinking, having a good time. And my dad, like, literally, like, he was ripped apart because he was hit head on from a car. Um, And his, like, guts and intestines, like, everything was spread all over 95. And I'm drinking, having fun. And my dad died alone. And it was the hardest thing in my life to ever have to accept and I blamed myself like some of the 
triggers that kind of like fucked me up that people were probably thinking, oh my God, that's crazy. Like I threw out all my clothes I wore that night. Yeah. Like every single item of clothing I had, I threw it out. Um, and I thought I did something wrong. Or maybe if I would have called him to pick me up, because I was actually going to call him to pick me up that night um, when he got home, because I was like, maybe I won't sleep over. Um, maybe I'll just see if he can get me. And I didn't. Um, and I thought, like, maybe I should have called him. Maybe he would have left work early, and then this wouldn't have happened. Um, but, yes, I'll stop there. What about you? Um, see, right now I'm starting to feel like I shouldn't even share mine because it's not as traumatic. But that's not the no. point of this. The point is the complete opposite of this. So, um, I was in a severe car accident when I was 19. Um, I was dating uh, the guy prior that I dated before, Justin. And, um, I don't, anyway, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. So, um, I was 19 and, and I was, I was over his house. And, uh, at this time, like things were going on in my life where me and Justin were really good friends, but because I was dating this person, me and Justin weren't on great terms. I think the guy that I was dating could kind of sense that maybe me and Justin were like, we weren't inappropriately close, like out of bounds of relationship but I, I guess you could pick up on something so they weren't fans of each other so it was just a very just rocky weird point in my life where I was just lying to everyone to keep the other one off my back um and uh at that that night I was staying over um my boyfriend at the time's house and it was really really bad weather out so I my parents were very strict but they let me stay over because they didn't want me driving um because it was it wasn't good out and um, I was still friends with Justin and I remember Justin like texting me like, Hey, what are you doing? And I would like tell him what I was doing, but leave out where I was. Like I was like, Oh, I'm watching TV, but I just left out that I was at my boyfriend at the time's house. Um, anyway, so we were laying in bed and, um, his older sister called and she was on a blind date and here, ironically, the guy had, I, I think, if I remember probably he had, had two months to drink. He definitely had too much to drink, but I forget to the point if it was, like, like she was, like, really screwed or he just didn't want to be unsafe with someone he just met. Not that it really matters, but, um, so we had to go get her, and we were going to go get into his truck, but his truck didn't have working airbags, and for some reason, he was just, like, let's take my sister's car. Like, I'm not wasting my gas, so we get into her car, and, um, he was a speed freak, and we... We're in a 35, long story short, we made it up to 70, 75 miles an hour in the lane. We hit black ice and our car flipped facing the opposite direction and we ran the pole and it like put my life out of commission um, for a really long time. And I feel like I had to grow up really fast at 19 and um, I don't know, it's like, it's I'll explain my part and I don't know if you want to like keep and we'll just keep going back and forth but when I I for for me going through something emotional like so at that point in my life that was the hardest thing I've gone through and the first thing I did was latch on to the the soul that would understand and that was the guy that I was dating at the time and things didn't end it didn't end great there was really no closure there was no nothing um and I'm not, the point of this isn't to bash anyone. So it's just, there was no closure to that. But it was like, damn, like I had to really grow up. I had to deal with some emotional things in that situation. And physical. 
yeah, a lot of, a lot of physical, um, and I was just like, I had to grow up, I had to make decisions, and, but the one thing that I did was I, I leached on to Justin, because we started dating, like, like, I mean, he was always there for you, yeah, like, when you were, like, at the, um, yeah, always he missed like he missed two days because of the bad weather it was in january yeah um mike actually took me to see you like every single time i went mike was the one who took me you're the best but what i did was and and it wasn't good at the time and at least for me what the what i did was latched on to justin like i fed off of him and our new relationship and all those things i fed on to him and so I didn't have to deal with what was going on around me and like mm-hmm. the broken pieces of like, because our, the relationship with the guy that I was seeing was much more complicated and layered and it was just, it was done. It was done. And, um, you know, I feel like, like, oh, like, oh, like 19 talk about relationships and being 31, like if I hear a 19 year old talking now, I'm like, ah, oh, like you're young. But yeah. at, in that, at moment, that moment, it's a big deal. It's a huge deal. And I felt like I had to like kind of face those things on pretty quick and on top of that I had to drop out of school I had to quit my job because mm-hmm. um, I couldn't do anything I broke my femur in multiple places and my shoulder so it was just like it was a lot I had family warring families because they had opinions and they obviously all out of love for me which I appreciate but they shared it and I could listen to them and it was a lot it, yeah. it was a lot um, a different a lot, obviously, but it, at the time being 19, I feel like I couldn't, I couldn't no, take that's, it. Yeah. I don't compare. So I know I yeah. just, if you're, I don't, don't, if you're listening, I don't, I don't want to even think, don't like, think that your situation, they're both traumatizing in their own ways for that specific individual. Yeah. And I think physically and emotionally, like emotionally just as bad as the physical. And it's so weird. Cause I feel like there's not exact words to maybe say why, but it was a situation like, like if if me and this and the guy that I was dating, like we couldn't end a relationship how most people end the relationship. Yeah. And it leaves so many things on on like not taken care of emotionally. Yeah. There's no ties officially broken, there's no official closures. And then like being so upset about that. Like, I remember I would have dreams about it ended differently. I had dreams where I died. I had dreams where he died. Like, yeah, um, the mind fuck of afterwards yeah. of, like, like something like that happening is just, like, there's really no words. It's just, like, horrific, I feel like. Yeah. Like, the dreams I had after. Yeah, what did you experience? After losing my dad, like, I just felt one, like, the, my biggest thing was, which I still battle with now, it's, like, uh, the fear of losing somebody in a traumatic way and just, like, playing out all these scenarios, like, even to the point where, like, I think I've talked, we've talked about it before, like, my kid's taking the bus, I'm like, okay, well, what if they go on the bus and then the bus gets into an accident and then it blows up? Like, something yes. fucking insane that could have happened, yeah, will happen, pray to God, no. But when the probably nots happen in your life, yes. I'm sure it's like, well, it happened once. Yes. Like, and it's... And it, I feel like just, like, that loss was so unbearable in that moment. I mean, not downplaying that I don't miss my dad now. Um, but I also feel like, too, like, I had so much growing up to do because I went 
from just like being 21 and like you're 21 you're more than likely careless if life has been pretty damn good for you you know yeah um and it's i just like i remember like (laughs) i had to call people like my mom was a fucking mess so i had to like call some of my aunts um and let them know what happened um Dominic was like kind of just like off by himself so like I I took him under my wing um and just like all the plant like helping the planning and doing some of the planning alone and after that too just I don't know I just feel like like I had like I had to grow up it was time for me just to grow up and my whole outlook on life just literally completely changed yeah like everything like i thought was fun like no more i didn't really want to go out to like bars anymore obviously i didn't drink and drive and that's what like majority of like my friends were doing because they were 21 um and just being like you think you're invincible when you're that like that's not going to happen to me yeah like i feel like when you're so young in that mindset like that wouldn't happen to me that's not gonna happen to me and even older people now like our age or even older in their 40s like they say that like what, what are the chances of that's going to happen? And, like, even in regards of your accident, like, what are the chances of if I speed too fast, like, that's going to happen? Yeah, oh, fucking crazy. It's, well, I'm that little percentage. Whatever that, even if it's one fucking yes, percent, we're percentage. part of that one percent. Oh, I just got full body chills. So, yes, like, these things can yeah. happen. Yeah. And I think that, which plays into, I know for me, anxiety. Because yeah. it's, it make for me, had made me so hesitant about so many other things because that 1% did happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just going to say something else and I can't forget. I can't forget. <laughs> never forget. <laughs> Hashtag never forget. Oh, I forgot. Um, Yo, I can't forget it, but I but did. I forgot it. <laughs> but, um, and I think, I know, like, well, for physically, like, now, like things that have lingered, I the music that was playing in the car, I can't listen to that specific band. Um, and yellow arrows, like um, you know, like the yellow arrows where it tells like it tells you like the road's gonna turn hard. Mm-hmm. Those and above all, which kind of sucks. So they used to love to do it, but I can't do go karts or bumper cars. Yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah, that part like super sucks because it's so much fun. Um, dude, I re- like I being friends with you. Then I remember. Fuck, I was pissed. <laughs> I was so mad, and all I could think about then. So you were nineteen. I was probably twenty. I guess twenty. Yeah, maybe? I was about to turn twenty. Okay, so then yeah. yeah, I was twenty at that point. Then when we were like six months apart, I think. Um, and I was just so, like, all I could think about, I think um, Greg's the one who texted me. Yeah. And called, like, he texted me and called me. And your mom said she couldn't, your mom was like, you're under the balls. Not, <laughs> not wrists. Like, I just kept looking for wrists. And um, she said she kept trying to find my number, like, from the night before. But I just remember being just, like, I kept saying to Mike, like, what if she died? What if she died? She's my best friend. What the fuck would I have done? <laughs> And it was just, like, seeing you like that. I remember, I literally physically remember walking in, seeing you in the bed, your friends are around you. And then I walked out, because I started crying, and I couldn't cry in front of people, and your dad was at the elevator. My dad? Yeah. And um, 
Mike went to come after me, and he was just like, you're going to be okay? And I was like, mm-hmm. And he, he was, like, going down. I think they got, like, coffee or something. Yeah. Well, and I remember, too, like, when we my – so my dad found out about your dad. It happened, like, in the wee hours in the morning, but I forget what time my dad woke me up. I think it was, like, 6. You guys were there early. Yeah. And my dad woke me up. He's like, we got to go. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I was like, we got to go. We got to go to Marissa's house. And uh, he told me on the way over in the car what happened. And, like, I don't – I think that was the first time – this is going to sound so... We already sound gay enough, but it is what it is. At that, that was the first time in my life that I ever saw you not strong. Oh, my God. Like... Whew, yeah, it was a fucking like, terrible. I always loved you because you, to me, were always that, like, secure, strong person that, like, inside I wanted to be so bad. And that's, I think, but, like, one of the many things I loved about you, like, what you resumed is what I always wanted. So I just love being associated with you or in your presence. And I just remember, like, the first time just, like, seeing you the most vulnerable I've ever seen you. And it, like, was devastating because there's nothing you can say or do. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's nothing to fix. You can't fix it. You can't put a Band-Aid on it. You can't say I'm sorry. You can't, you, you can't do anything like that for anyone and that was awful. Like, that was, like, having to see someone shattered so bad like that is, like, it's hard. It was hard getting in the car with people, too. Um, I, I, like, I, the very first person there um, with Keith. Yes. And I remember seeing him. The, the cops wouldn't even let him to the house. They're like, he's My like, dad badged in. Yeah. My dad badged in. I saw, yeah, I saw you guys coming yeah. in. Because um, you guys were there, like, literally... Not too long after Keith, I think. Like, um, and the same thing, like, his dad was, like, blowing him up. Like, yeah. where are you at? Wake the fuck up. Like, go yeah. to Marissa's house right now. Um, and so I remember seeing him, and, like, he literally just hugged me, and I started sobbing. Like, it was awful. And then I remember seeing you, and your dad gave me the biggest hug. Oh, I might cry. <laughs> and I just remember him, like, kissing me, like, on the forehead. Mm-hmm. That I didn't realize that until right this second, and he was like, "It's okay, Riss. We're gonna get through this." And he, we're gonna cry. He just kept saying, "Like we are gonna get through this." No, I'm missing your dad too. <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. All right, you start talking. <laughs> oh, that has to be a wee process because that's the only way to get through anything. And uh... oh fuck, I'm PMSing too, so I don't know if I'm gonna be able to stop. When. And it's funny, like, when when my dad died, I was able to piece together, like, what tr- trauma is. Like, having had a... a um, Dude, un- that's trauma in itself, yeah. too. Sorry. Having had someone, like, a professional walk me through, like, why was I scared to bump a car? Why did, like, I have these dreams? Like, I was petrified to drive. Um, and then I was taught what it was. I thought, honestly, I was just being pussy. Like, before I understood like what post-traumatic stress disorder is and there's no level or degree of it no it's something that alters your mental psyche and it puts you in fight or flight that was my point by the way i went in the car to get smokes with cigarettes smokes with cigarettes smokes with keith yeah and i was like fucking scared shitless yeah it's traumatic and with my with my dad it helped me see the signs of my dad like in um 
I think me and Marissa are alike in the way in our personalities, like having to take over, having to do things. Um, I had to call my siblings, um, you know, and like the moment I like my mom, I had my mom stay with me. And when the doctor, the t- this was too, wait, I'm like, <laughs> I'm for this. God, when the doctor Jesus. called and like the doctor called and I woke my mom up because she was out and I, he, it's on speaker and like watching her collapse, like collapse down, like, and then I don't remember, I don't remember from when like that night and I can tell you maybe one or two events, but I don't remember any of it. Like, I can't remember that week. Like, I can't remember the week of when he died to when we actually was like 10 days. I can't remember it. Like, I can't remember where I slept. I can't remember like if I, I stayed at the house or stayed with my I mom. I was afraid to go to sleep. I was petrified to go to sleep. I thought if I went to sleep that I was going to die. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That's I would awful. just, like, I would stay up and, like, like would talk to me until I fell asleep. He would stay on the phone with me until I fell asleep. And then he would go to work. Like, because I have time. I was on the phone until, like, 2 in the morning. And then finally I would go to sleep. And he would, I mean, he would, like, literally stay at my house at, like, 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. And then he would finally, because then I was like, all right. And I was scared about that. I would make him talk to me with his car on speakerphone. Or his car on speakerphone. His phone. Spirit, I don't think I connected to the car at that point. It was like 10 years ago. And um, so I knew he was home safe. Like, I was so scared of anyone leaving me. Like, yeah. I was like, someone's going to die. Everyone's going to die. Everyone's going to leave me. Like, that's what yeah. I thought. That's how it feels like my mom is, um, she's got a lot of ailments. And she goes to the hospital. And I'm like, I go, like, call my brother. Like, I call him, like, are you home? Are you coming home? Like, are you, like, are you going to be okay? Like, do I have to come? Like, because I joke, I say to her, I am like, I would like this parent to return, you know, like, yeah. um, and the one, and things that I realized I couldn't deal with until, like, I had to face them, like, my mom was in, um, she lives on her own, she lives in independent living, 99 years young, that awesome, awesome lady, um, uh, but she was in assistant living, she had pneumonia, and she was on oxygen, and I had to, I left the room, I was just, like, called my mom, like, I don't think I can do this. She's like, what's wrong? Like, is, it, is she okay? I'm like, yeah, yeah, she's fine. It was the sound of the tank. Oh, my god! You know what I yeah. mean? Like, crazy shit that, like, your mind is so... Do, like, bagpipes how... at a funeral? I can't. I yeah. can't. I can I, actually I, listen to them now. But for a long time, yeah. um, or even going to a funeral, like, that was yeah, very hard. Um, weddings. Like, yeah. wedding scene, like, because obviously I didn't... I wasn't even engaged to Mike then. We were just dating. Yeah. So, like, seeing, um, I remember the first wedding I went to, it was not even a year after my dad died. I was pregnant with Avelyn, and um, I left during the father daughter dance. I got up, and I couldn't stop crying, and Mike had to take me home. Oh, it was, like, terrible. Your wedding was the first one I watched. Out of, like, all the weddings I went to, it was the very first one I was able to actually sit through. And I think, oh my God, if I cry again, <laughs> I'm going to fucking walk out this room. Um, I just think, this is going to make me cry. Your dad was just such an important part of my grieving and just being there. And like, I didn't see him all the time and we didn't text all the time or nothing like that. But I just knew if I needed him, like, I could call him. Yeah. And just knowing him for so long, I just, 
I really did feel like another daughter to him. Like, we just had that relationship, and... And we found that out, like, in his death, <sighs> there's people that did turn and in silence all of the things that he did. Or the people that he talked to, like, what was I saying? Like, you, your left hand doesn't know what your right hand's doing. Pretty much, like, you don't brag, you're not, you know, you're not bragging about what you're doing. And it's, like, things like that. Like, pe- people, they're like, I'm going to miss these calls. I'm, I'm like, I didn't even know you two talked. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, you know, like, he was there for me for this or there for me for that. But there's so many times, like, after we would be at Squires, and I don't know if you, you probably remember that. Like, I feel like he just always took me under his wing, and, like, I would just talk to him for, like, ever. He would just talk to me until yeah. I didn't want to talk anymore. Yeah. And I'm, like, I just, like, I remember thinking, like, I don't know if I, I can't do this anymore. Like, that's what it literally felt like. I remember just being, like, I don't think I can do this. Like, I don't know yeah. how to do this. Like, how am I supposed to live? Like, how am I supposed to be strong for my mom? Like, who's going to be there for Dominic? Just crazy things. And I think it's important to talk about these things because life is going to happen how life is meant to happen. Yes. And it fucking sucks a lot of the time. Not even a lot of the time, but there are... there. It's just important to talk. It's important. Just, just yeah. talk about it. I didn't talk about it for a long-ass time. I didn't. Yeah. Honestly, I don't think I did until more. Like, I feel like I would text you, like, oh, I miss my dad. I miss my dad. And then after, um, can I say names? Like, you know, lost his father. Yeah. After he lost his father and then you lost, like, just... Being able to relate to other people and just seeing how and being in like fucking therapy, you're not alone. Plus yeah, therapy. and like yeah. literally therapy and how important it is to just talk about it. Yeah, and no one's going to truly fully relate. Like, you may have understanding, but everyone passes away differently too. So it's really like, it's not. I just I don't know. I felt like one, I can't relate, and then two, I don't want to bother people. Yes, I felt like such a bother. Yes. Yeah, and I feel like um, I I'm just speaking for myself. I feel like I down downplayed the feelings like like the accident, right? Like, so the the thing that made it hard for the car accident was that me and Justin started dating. My friends were so hyped because we're like, we knew it, we knew it, we knew it. Like it was gonna happen. And here you're fucking trying to figure out your body again. Yeah, trying to figure my body and literally having to figure out a way to close the door on all that stuff. So it's like. Trying to make sure you, you're meeting people where they, like, for me, I felt like where I th- felt like I needed to be meeting people because they expected me to meet them there. Yep. And inside, just, like, I'm, I felt like a failure. I felt like I couldn't keep up. I felt like, why aren't you over this? Yes. Why is this yep. happening? Oh, my God. Why, why are these, like, what are these reminders? And talk about it. I felt like that so much with my dad. I'm like, why, do, why does it so hurt? Why do I feel like this? And here I am, 10... Ten years later, I wouldn't say, like, I can't say necessarily gets easier. I feel like you, you, you just learn this new way of life. Yeah. It's and don't let everybody tell you that nothing is traumatic. Like, yeah. it just, because if, if it, I have not, I would love, actually, if you can, I'm going to look up the definition of trauma. Oh, boom. Be, you're going to school you. Because, uh, If you didn't know that Jenna's uh, side hustle is a professor, she does classes on grammar, too. I do. She's very good at it. Uh-huh. All right, let's see. Trauma. A deeply distressing or disturbing experience. Yeah. It doesn't say any type of grade or what it has to be. So if somebody distresses you or disturbs you, if you stub your toe, 
I if your dog that. dies, like, oh my god, Sancho. Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. But it's like, my dog. For it's, realsies. If you feel it, if it distresses you, if it alters your sight, like, it's important. It's important, it's important, it's important. It is worthy of your attention. It is worthy yep. of your love and care to heal it. Okay, and I'm just going to go with my comic relief. You know what I just came into my mind? Just give them something to talk about. about. How about love, love, love? Scooby Dabby Dabby Step Brothers. Yes! I couldn't think of it. I was like, it's not best friends. I always say well, that. Do we like, become best friends? Oh my god. Just that's what he's singing. He's like, something to talk about. And you sound like Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. It's that scene. There we go. Comic relief for you. <laughs> but, um, and another takeaway I hope is if you didn't know me and Marissa, you wouldn't know. Like, if I didn't know my personal friends, like, their close stories, I wouldn't know. So you don't know. No. These people you interact with, you have no idea. I'm not making excuses for bad behavior, but what I'm saying is anybody that has gone through something traumatic, and a lot of us have... I don't know about you, but I can say that I my actions weren't always the greatest because I didn't know what I was trying to figure out inside. To be even more transparent than we typically are, I feel like even you and I, like, our communication, I don't know, I feel like ever since, like, COVID, I guess, yeah. or just being pregnant together, yeah. we really started, like, fucking getting down to the nitty-gritty, yes. I feel like. Like, you, we've already knew our friendship was established with no no judgment. Yeah, But yeah. I feel like at the same time, we were not nearly as open as we were, like, 10 years ago. Yeah. If that makes sense. And vulnerable. Yeah. That's yeah. better. Like, we weren't as vulnerable because I felt like... Yeah, like, you knew, like, you're the telling facts me of my stuff, life. Like, I feel like I had to be strong for you, and I feel like vice versa. And then, yes. like, you're telling me shit, and I'm like, girl... Dude, same thing. Like, da, yes. da, da, da. like I'm feeling like this. Like, what's like what's wrong with me? And it's just... Yeah. Like, I'm going to tell a... her, I'm like, look, like, I'm feeling shit, too. I'm sorry I came to hype you up in this moment. Yeah. Oh, my and God. I love like, that we do that now. I'm like, yes. Yeah. We're like, both let's miserable sit together. Our shit together. <laughs> um, we'll just talk about it. Talk about it. It's just so... The pain of not... The pain of shutting down or the pain of feeling like you're a burden, I'm telling you, only eats at you. You're doing yourself a disservice. Even if you have to talk to yourself in the mirror because you trust no one. I get that. It's better to do that than to hold on tight inside. And seriously, I know we say it practically every episode. But if you, if this is resonating with you or you're like, you know what? Yes, I felt this way before or I'm feeling that right now. You experienced a traumatic event like this, something whatever it might be in your life we are always here like you yeah. you can come to us you can talk to us talk to us literally slide into the dms on instagram do we have our email out there oh no crazy as mother pod at gmail.com so there you go crazy as mother pod at gmail.com crazy as mother pod on instagram i'm really and tiktok but and i don't TikTok. know if you can message on tiktok but i think you can yeah, yeah. seriously i just want to I want to literally scream, like, I have a megaphone right now. Reach the F out. We are judgment-free. We are here for you. You do not have to go through any of these events alone. Yeah, because the times, at least for me, I'm not trying to take it away from the rest of my say, at least for me, I'm just trying not to speak, put words in her mouth. Um, 
by not doing those things at certain times, I've gone to a place of darkness that I yes. thought I could not come for, out from. No, me And too. if just keep, if we can keep sharing to share that somebody doesn't have to reach that level of darkness, like, awesome. And if you do and need help getting out, please. Literally. Yeah. It's, uh, it's important. And if it's important to you, if it's hurtful to you, if it's painful to you, then it's painful enough. And it doesn't matter. There's no degrees of what's acceptable and what's not for trauma, what's acceptable, what's not of, of hurt or grief or guilt or anything, whatever. Just talk about it, please. It's so important because you're not alone. Like, I, a lot, yes, we're unique, but in a lot of ways, we're not unique. We all have walked it one way or another, which is beautiful in the sense that you were definitely not alone. And I literally just realized that I didn't pick a dad joke yet. Oh, I got one, though. Did you pick one? Yeah. So, to, yeah, so one more time, and just like Marissa said, just reach out to us. Talk to us. Talk to somebody, anybody, even if it's, like, your dog or for someone. But I think the act of verbally having to say something out loud and not holding it inside does the body a service. Yeah. No matter who or what it is. You should just type in dad joke and then the very first one. No, if you can see it. I'm not looking. All right, hold on. She's still covering her shit. Because <laughs> now you know. It's my super short show. Oh, I remember that. Wasn't it the bomb.com? Um, you dropped the bomb on me, baby. Okay. All right. What do you call two monkeys... Who share an Amazon account. Two monkeys who share an Amazon account? Yeah. You're kind of right. I can tell you, you know? Primal. I don't know. Prime mates. <laughs> <laughs> it's so close. I felt like literally your dad told me oh that joke. Oh, my God. I was like, this is like a d- your dad joke to the T. So, you know how everyone has piggy banks? Mm-hmm. A lot of people have piggy banks when they grow up. I always wondered why the piggy banks are so common. And someone said, you don't understand. Piggy banks are actually very wise. They are filled with common sense. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, oh goodness. God. Just when I think I don't have enough brain cells left, we tell those jokes. And I feel the very last few I have fucking deflating. <sighs> God. Oh, my God. All right, well, that was a, another serious one, but it's we try to talk about things that are so near and dear and important to us and our well-being and our life story that we hope they can relate because everything is intertwined, my loves. Everything intertwines. Everything affects everything. So we try to talk about others' little branches because it makes us who we are as a whole. It feeds into, at least for me, my motherhood, my, motherhood, my wifehood, my womanhood, and uh, talking about it has been nothing but helpful. Yeah. So so serious sorry <laughs> but i love you guys um love you yes thanks for listening please like share follow comment all yes. the jazz please, 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 please. you can listen on spotify apple amazon and youtube at crazy as a mother podcast yes and like us and follow us on instagram TikTok crazy as a mother pod. TikToks are getting good to so make sure you keep up because I'm telling you what. Tiki Taki, Tiki Taki. We're taking over that Tiki Taki baby. <laughs> <Bye. laughs> I'm done. All right, besties, we love, love you. you besties.